0: We got something really fun going on right now. Tunes and Tumblers needs a tune. Atwood Magazine's premier podcast is in the market for a jingle, and we're inviting artists from all over to create and submit a recording to us. The winner will be chosen this fall. In addition to having their music featured and credited in our future podcasts, the winner will also be invited onto a special episode of Tunes and Tumblers to drink and talk about their music with us. Submissions are open for the month of September. Please send submissions to Tunes and Tumblers Pod at gmail.com with the subject line artist name which is your name tunes and tumblers jingle submission looking to see what you got cheers lovelies hello and welcome back to the sixth episode of tunes and tumblers by atwood magazine Listening to music is more than just an auditory experience. Atwood Magazine's Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. My name is Anthony and I'm your host. I write a bi-weekly column for Atwood Magazine by the same name, But I found in practice that it is much more fun to drink and listen to music with your friends. So I brought a couple of mine here to help uh, impart some wisdom to all of you lovelies out there. And here they are.
1: We have your mixologist, Pedro, your senior musicologist uh, in training, uh, Ryan Elam, senior (laughs) senior. Is that uh, do you have kids or is that wishful thinking on your part? Uh, it's wishful. Th- Norman Vincent Peale, power of positive thinking. I try. <laughs> I try and envision, and so um, yeah. You know, I, I've. Uh, you know, you gotta. You gotta be. You gotta think ahead. You know, you gotta think. <laughs> also maybe what your kid's death date will be you got <laughs> so i'm thinking about birth and death you know,
2: i so. feel like we should get like you know those words that you put on the refrigerator we should just get a bunch of those and then put together a new title for you every week
1: that, yeah <laughs> oh well, that's uh, good
0: that'll be like the, wow. the ten dollar uh, reward on pa- patreon where uh, you get to choose ryan's title for the week Ooh. yeah <laughs> that's actually pretty dope. That's a good that's a good one yeah like let's that. write that one down all right so i haven't seen you guys in like a week um Let's uh let's check in. What have Not you? Not guys... long enough,
2: if you ask me. Ooh, <laughs> I'm just all kidding. right, well I'm leaving.
0: <laughs> so what have you guys been listening to? What
2: have you been up to? What's been going on? Uh, so a friend of mine told me about this artist, um, Orville Peck. He just had a show here, um, I think last week, and then he just announced a tour, and he's coming back to L. A. Um, he's like a he's a country artist, um, and. He's got he's got, you know, quite a look. He wears like, you know, the country suits and very very like glamorous, but he wears a mask.
0: Oh my, I just pulled it up. Yeah, can you see this it? This is this is nuts. Yeah.
2: So his mask looks like if um if the Lone Ranger and Lady Gaga collaborated on like a mask. <laughs> um, yeah, got, I think yeah. there's a little like, yeah, blur yeah, yeah. in he's there got, too. Like, yeah. He... <laughs> so he's got like the mask can't see his eyes and then he's like covered by like a curtain. It
1: kind of looks like yeah, like Venom got caught in the in someone's curtain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: but know. his sound is like dope. He, so he sounds like um, if you melded together Roy Orbison and Lana Del Rey, and then Ooh. put him and then put a mask on him, I'm adding this
0: whole album. Um, right yeah, now. it's
2: it's. I really loved it. It was really good. So wow. I've been I've been into that lately. And then um, Parekh Country... and Singh came out with a new album, which I liked. Sorry, I, uh, I said that over you. What did oh, you say? Oh, it's okay. Parekh and Singh. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but they're like a, an Indian duo. Ooh. They came out with an album last month that I got around to listening to, and it was really dope. Hmm. Um, so yeah, those two have been. Have been uh, on heavy rotation.
1: Yeah, this is all we do all week. It's, it's fantastic. What about? We do
2: this for you, listeners.
1: <laughs> what about you, Ryan? What's been going on? Well, I went into the dark minds of the past um, when I was uh, at the my favorite bookstore in the valley. I picked up uh, quite a few CDs uh, for our listeners who don't know what CDs are. Which I wasn't going to say, but apparently someone on the show—I'm not going to say who—doesn't uh, have a way to play CDs. So. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, I got an incredible find. It was the best of Radio Disney, 2001. Wow. You should see this track. I should have brought it with me. The track list is so good. But it has (laughs) the 18s. Oh, my God. The 18s. I uh,
0: haven't thought about them since I was a kid. They were like a co-ed pop band, right? right?
1: uh, Their version of Mamma Mia, we have Bowling for Soup on there doing um, Valentino. (laughs) We have, we have BB Mac, uh, and we and here's a really the most interesting one is Destiny's Child's um, uh, "Jumpin' Jumpin'" featuring Solange, which oh wow. did, and it has her full name Solange, I don't remember what the last name Knowles. Was. No, it's not Knowles. It's a different oh, name. Oh, that's probably a whole podcast. But um, so <laughs> we need to I've do radio Disney. to that. I've been listening to that. Oh, and it has a great intro and outro about like how great Disney is and how good the prizes are on the air, which I never, I didn't win anything. Wow. (laughs) I didn't see see any of that. But, um, so that's what I've been listening to. (laughs) It's not very sexy. Um, you might not like it, but, um, you, uh, you know, might have a hard time arguing with it. That's
2: sort of Disney's like (laughs) motto now. (laughs) I love Disney. uh, Yeah.
0: I'd love to see that like on your, on your Bumble profile, you know how it has like Top Spotify artists. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Radio yeah. Radio Disney. Radio compl- Disney a compilation. Yeah. Just like there's ten of them and it's like volumes one through ten. Oh, that's a really great <laughs> idea, actually. Get all find all those horse girls out there. Oh my god. <laughs> Radio Disney equals horse girls. That's a that's a surefire. <laughs> that that's amazing. what there's
1: that one stretch of Burbank that's like right near burbank near disney studios and it's also like the equestrian district of burbank, oh like right on um oh yeah they have like is. those
0: horse crossing signs mm-hmm. if you're trying to get to like the habit drew just, like, threw down
1: like uh i'm not sure what that what was i that? think
0: it's like stay on topic
1: guys Got it, oh, Sorry. Wow. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should. Uh, we gotta. Talk, we gotta talk about what we're listening to today. I think. Anthony oh yeah, Anthony. Will lead it's us okay. In. I
0: haven't been doing anything all week. I've just been like hiding under my covers. I haven't. I haven't worked in about a week, which is kind of fine. I was. I've just been going nuts. I was on that BTS documentary that I told you guys about. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of catch up. Um, there's a couple of new albums that are I, I would highly recommend. We have Carly Rae Jepsen's latest, um, dedicated her first sense, what I consider to be one of the greatest pop records of all time. I knew emotion. you were going to bring her up. Okay. You know, <laughs> I got to do my part. Soon as she's, I saw it come up on my is, Spotify
2: release, I was like, Anthony's going to talk about that.
0: She is family. Well, she's <laughs> like, in, in my family, she's like a second cousin twice removed. Um, is she so, really? Not... Okay. Oh, This is a metaphor. Let <laughs> oh, me finish oh, okay. the metaphor. Um, <laughs> one of my best friends uh, is Carly Rae's best friend and does like everything she can to just plug her wherever she goes. And honestly, it makes a lot of sense because Carly is a great artist. Um, and yeah, it's it plays a lot like a lost Cindy Lauper record. Um, the production is really tight. The songwriting is solid and she plays to her strengths, which I think is important. Um but that, uh, I've also been listening to the latest by um, an Australian garage rocker. Her name is Alex Leahy. So she's a little bit like, um, kind of like Courtney Barnett with a harder edge. Um, she sings a lot about, like, her falling in and out of love as, as kids do. But um, kind of like you can point to specific, like, early 90s alt-rock influences. She's got a lot of Weezer in there, some Beck, some, some Green Day. A um, little bit of Fountains of Wayne power pop. Like, I'm, yeah, it's been a few episodes since I brought them up. So now's the time, guys. <laughs> it's really great. That's she great. is, she is amazing. She, um, for our listeners, get into her first record first because that'll give you like kind of a primer of where she's going to go. There's a great song called I Love You Like a Brother that is just like a straightforward punk song that has the same chord progression from Blitzkrieg Bach, but like just kind of sped up, which is awesome. Hmm. anyway that's what i've been doing nice all right so i think i've taken up enough of our time let's head into the bar i can see that gerald's back it's no longer (laughs) geraldina he's wearing a splint i wonder what happened
1: (laughs) got a yeah he wasn't he's like not opening his mouth a lot either so i I, you know let's just just go ahead and go in (laughs) yeah i think he well i read something about i think he may have bit off half his tongue in a go-kart accident so oh god
0: we need to keep track of just all of the uh gerald highwater lore so <laughs> the that canon yeah what is canon <laughs> <laughs> gerald head canon <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right let let's uh let's get down to business what are we listening to today ryan so we are listening to vampire weekend's latest release father of the bride which starring steve bit- martin <laughs> Uh yes, Coast, uh, you know yeah, starring Vampire Weekend, Ezra Koenig, um, it's a couple of the Haim sisters, it's Haim, right? It's Haim. I mean, yeah. it's not
2: Haim. I, every time I say it, I, say it, it's I will say it wrong. It's yeah. ra- it's don't ask me. <laughs> but you all know who we're talking
1: about. <laughs> yeah. Also co featuring um you know Steve Lacy, one of our favorite folks, of course, and um some great guitar work and um one of my, one of my favorite releases I think from the group.
0: Is there something um, you want to
2: say Drew?
1: Me? Yeah. Is it Heim?
2: Like do you do
1: the Heim? I don't are, know. I think I... they
2: are Jewish. I'm just not sure exactly they, how you They they are
1: Jewish. They're from Stud they're, they're,
0: they're from H <laughs> A I I M.
1: They're from Stud not,
0: Stud City. We're not like City uh girls. we we are not like our sister podcast that is uh, majority oh, yeah. Jewish. Um, go listen to pasta (laughs) talking's
2: bt dubs
1: yeah i also loved the term goyish that she mentioned (laughs) that made me laugh anyway (laughs) so yeah that's what we got and this uh that's the one we're going to be talking about today and um you know maybe we'll start off with a controversial well this is usually your uh bread and butter anthony oh no maybe we'll start out with a controversial opinion from a writer (laughs) who i think was writing for one of the one of those sites that's owned by, like, Univision now, like the Gizmodo and that whole family of websites. You know what I'm talking I about? had it. We were looking at uh, it a uh, second ago. And all that. Someone wrote that someone referred to Ezra Koenig as the Paul Simon of our generation. Was that... Is it... The one that I was showing you? No, not okay. that guy. Not the guy who took a huge dump on it. Not the not the old man yelling at clouds.
0: <laughs> These are all controversial opinions. Uh, but I think before we get into controversial opinions, we need an excuse for them. So, yes. Awesome. Yes. Andrew. what are we drinking What are we today? drinking with this? Yeah. Here's
2: what we're sipping on. And I mean that very literally. So listening to this album, um, Vampire Weekend. Love, love Vampire Weekend. Um, for me, they just keep getting better and better. And the thing I love... Uh, the most about Vampire Weekend, is I think they make music that really lends itself to sort of um, personal interpretation. You can kind of take the songs that they're making and just really take them to heart in your own way. Um, And for me, this album sort of, I mean, it starts off kind of at the end of this sort of great love, right? Um, It starts off sort of bittersweet. And I kind of wanted to roll with that as far as the drink because i think uh, that theme sort of continues throughout the entire album it's uh the the end of things sort of realizing the finality of stuff um of life really um maybe regrets um but also sort of savoring the memories and the good times so there's there's a bit going on and um and i think it also sort of um touches on sort of how short everything is uh how short life is and how much you want to enjoy it so for the drink that I've paired with this album, I'm going with a shot, but it's gonna be a shot that we sip. It's uh, it's very strong. It's got some sweet tones to it, and the, I mean, it's a shot, so there's not a whole lot of it. But you definitely want to make it last as long as you can and enjoy it, and enjoy it, to, you know, to the most. Enjoy, it, enjoy all of it, you know, get get as much of it as you can. Sort of like with life. Um, I'm bad at making words, but I'm good at making drinks. So this is what we're drinking. I'm calling it a bitter wake, um, mm-hmm. which is sort of. Based on a lyric from, from the album um, And it's uh, it's bourbon Dry vermouth A little bit of lemon juice Some blue curacao And uh, some bitters And um, really really flavorful Not something you want to drink quickly Something you really just want to savor As long as you can So that's what we're sipping on guys Beautiful wow. That that this was is... beautiful
1: I have a slight tear in my eye <laughs> Yeah, so I there's... have some other stuff going on <laughs> These shots are tiny We'll but... talk about it after <laughs>
0: These shots are tiny, but hopefully they're gonna last
2: oh, the whole podcast. Trust me, it will last you.
1: All right, well, cheers, gentlemen.
2: Cheers, Astrovia. Cheers, Drew. You can't
1: All hear right. the clinking with these, unfortunately. But boy, this is you know. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, packs a punch. It's it's not very much, but it's uh it's got a lot to say. I'm not I diso- you know,
1: I disobeyed you by sipping on it slowly. I've, I've uh, I'm nearing the end of it. You uh, know. Well, I mean, you're buying
0: the next round, so it's fine. <laughs> you know how back when we were kids, um. They would have like the travel size version of all your favorite like games, like Travel Monopoly and Travel (laughs) Sorry, just something you could play in the backseat of a car without losing anything. I feel like this is the travel size version of like an AMF. (laughs) As long as no one's driving, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Don't drink and drive, everyone. Please enjoy responsibly.
2: Mm. But it is is a bitter drink to start off with, but I think eventually you sort of just accept it and you and after a couple you start to become a little euphoric about it so well that's that's this life exactly yeah. and i think that that's a good place to start
0: um there's a there's a track on this new album called this life which i think in my opinion it kind of like sums up the entire um mood of the album this is a big album mm-hmm. uh vampire weekend in the past have done like 10 11 tracks per album this is their first in six years their last one modern vampires of the city that came out in 2013 um and they've taken a long time i mean they lost one of their main songwriters like when people think of vampire weekend um they think ezra koenig uh the lead singer and they think of uh, rostam whatever i cannot pronounce his last name i'm really sorry guys i'm very white um i am unbearably white unbearably white uh i am acting as a bounce right now um we got one lamp in this room and i'm just kind of (laughs) like like giving off a glow but yeah anthony is his own night light so they since 2013 rostam left the band to pursue his own solo career and um i think you were saying this when we were doing our brainstorming session pedro but they didn't really try to fill the void that he left at all no um they uh, he collaborated on a couple of songs, but mostly this is like Vampire Weekend after afterwards. Mm-hmm. This is the aftermath of the album trilogy that everyone has come to know them for. We have the self-titled and Contra and Modern Vampires. And I think that this life is a a good little um a good little microcosm of everything this new album brings to the table. So let's get into opinions. What do you guys think of this song? First of all uh
1: i love this song i think it's one of the one of the best on the album i mean you kind of spoke to a lot of the themes when you were describing the drink you know this one got deep <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel like every time we make a drink it's just getting deeper and deeper
1: eventually we're just going to be crying at mm. the very top of the podcast yeah so these, these songs things... take you they're like these journeys these emotional journeys like where you're you're like oh wow kind of song of the oh oh right <laughs> i like we are all gonna die Oh that's a fu- oh. <laughs> yeah, or like uh we belong together. You're like, "Oh yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Wow, that's like a great wedding." Se- oh, maybe we shouldn't stay together. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> so yeah, I I kind of love that that album. This album does that though. Mm-hmm. That's the main feeling I have listening to this album for a lot of these songs. Absolutely. It seems kind
0: of like um, they're getting into deeper emotional territory than they've explored before. I mean, for those of you who don't know Vampire Weekend... And shame on you if you shame, don't. Yeah, I mean, that, that means that you don't live in a heavily gentrified area. Or you just moved here, which is fine,
2: but catch up. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. So these guys, uh, they met at school at Columbia University in New York. They are um, rich kids. Um, rich white kids who didn't want to put on the affect of rock and roll. I mean, they came up um, post like the early 2000s alt rock boom that started with the Strokes. And the Strokes are actually, they come from like a similar background. They're also rich kids from New York, but, you know, they're in leather jackets. They're like uh, playing at being cool. Like they're not, like there's just like this air of apathy and they just put it on like a costume. And Vampire Weekend were just like, nah that's not us Mm -hmm. they donned you know polo shirts and cardigan sweaters and they sang about like um an ambassador's daughter Mm -hmm. and like you know being at the polo club like the things that they knew and they just didn't care but also it's a little bit um they were getting into just like um interesting um territory with their sound but it it never reached like an emotional depth that I feel that that they're approaching here. Like these are adults making music who have had to deal with life and just like the explosion of popularity that they went through in the 2010s and are just coming out the other side and finding their identity. Mm -hmm. At
2: least that's how I see it. Well, I I totally agree with that. I think since Vampire Weekend has been coming out with music, I've been lucky enough to sort of be like, uh, like my life is sort of paralleled with each release kind of. And so there's always been, like, a Vampire Weekend album to, like, put as a soundtrack to whatever I'm going through at whatever particular time. Like, they're self-titled. I think it was maybe my first couple of years in college. Everything, like, who, no one gave a fuck about anything. It was, like, it was pretty carefree, and it was, like, it was a lot of nonsense, but it was fun, and it was, like, it was great. Everything was new. Like, you're out of high school. You're sort of becoming your own person. Once Contra came out, it was more of a... It was very similar to like their their first album, but it started to dig a little deeper. I think there was just like a little more, a little more self awareness, like sort of just coming around to who you are, maybe figuring that out. And then Modern Vampires, I was out of college and things weren't things were a little moodier. Like things weren't as great. Like I had just come off of one of the greatest you know periods of my life, and it's all over. All your friends are moving away, and. You're sort of having to deal with the the reality of everything and becoming an adult, and then this is like now I'm 30 and <laughs> oh god don't and remind like me. yeah and then like well it's I'm 30 I'm not as young as I once was things maybe aren't as broad as they used to be and I'm looking back at um maybe things I might regret or things that I think fondly on or things that I'm like you know what if I had gone this way or that way um, so I I I, I think. What you're saying is yeah they're they're just like sort of growing up they're going through they're going through these stages of life and they're being
1: very honest to that. Well, they're definitely growing up but they sure don't look it. I mean, Ezra, Ezra, yeah. Ezra's like the Paul Rudd of music. Yeah. Like Bill, and look a day over 13. So we're He's a replacing vampire. so we're replacing he Pharrell as vampire. the
2: Paul Rudd of music.
1: Oh, is that what I say, oh, yeah. I say that last that's time? A, that's oh, a deep cut. Oh boy, I think that's wow. that's for the day ones. I oh, think that's God. like episode two. Or you know something. what? God, that's a g- oh no! no that's I actually, think that's he actually episode he, one. He that is, is day one. He is he is replacing him. Yeah, yeah, totally. Fuck whoever said that on the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a fucking dumbass. The <laughs> rube. Uh, Ezra's Ezra's yeah he yeah it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean he's it's what people spend. uh Three quarters of their paycheck to look like, you know.
2: He and Rashida Jones are going to be young forever. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are they are they together?
1: And they got Is a, that ba- a thing. And they have a baby. Oh my yeah. god. I'm
2: really
0: bad at my job, guys. <laughs> that's I, the no, one. you're good at
1: your job. You're looking into the music. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's the one thing
0: I looked up. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you had a great job researching the music. But you didn't uh, you didn't d- dig deep into the personal. Lives, oh, I, I wonder how
0: that happened. I'd like
1: to think that she was like just a fan. And I, I, I would, I would imagine so. And like retweeted, like, oh, love the new album. And then she, some, and she got a and DM. Then, and, and, <laughs> well, that's that's how Mandy Moore got together with the lead singer of Dawes.
0: Really? Yeah. Slid Into his DMs,
1: <laughs> she was like, another great run from Dawes or whatever, like on Instagram. She's like, I love this band. Another great one. Another one. <laughs> and uh, he like reached out, and he's like, oh, thanks. And then it just like went from there. And now they're Honestly, married.
0: Honestly, I I have a lot of friendships that started by me just like seeing a story and and writing something in the dms really yeah there's there's this uh there's this girl in in san diego who like i've been friends with for like a year and a half just because like i don't know she was like a suggested thing on my instagram i'm (laughs) like oh i really like this girl's style and we've just like started talking that's just how it is now that's uh that's the world we live in (laughs) you love
1: to see it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah brother press that old crow
0: Oh yeah, um, someone needs to top off Ryan oh, real quick. Here we go. I got you.
1: You know, I don't know if anyone needs to, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you should. Oh, here, you get, you yeah, should you hear you. should. Or ahead. else. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the guitar work is phenomenal on this album. Ever since the addition of Brian Robert Jones as the new uh, guitarist and Steve Lacey on all these songs, I mean, it's some of these just sound incredible. Mm. I mean. And they're going to be so fun to see live. They already sound great live. They did a, I think I was telling you guys earlier, they did three nights at Williamsburg or they did a three set thing at Williamsburg opening with the boys are back in town, which <laughs> you got to love that. I mean, yeah. and you can do that with the two guitarists. And um, so I think it's, it's going to be, I I'm excited for this, for this iteration of this group and and what we're going to see from them.
0: So there's this video on YouTube by one of my favorite, um music critics uh, he goes by Middle Eight on YouTube. He does this whole video about the evolution of Vampire Weekend's music from their first record to their third and just talks about how it works as kind of like a cinematic trilogy. But um, he had a couple of thoughts. This was before Father of the Bride was released. And he had some thoughts about like the band's direction since then and just what this album's going to mean. And one thing that stuck with me, and I'm going to butcher this quote, um, he said something along the lines of, "So this new album is called "Father of the Bride." What does a Father of the Bride do?" He gives away his pride and joy, mm-hmm. and that's what Vampire Weekend is doing with this new album that stands alone from their previous work. Like they're kind of just putting themselves out there in this new form and just kind of like releasing. And I think that definitely comes across. like I don't feel like they held anything back here. like this Absolutely sounds not,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so long, like they, they didn't even like, there's so many songs on it. There's so much that they're saying with it. I completely agree.
0: Yeah. And uh, here, this is a note that um, I found when I was um, researching uh, just the album. Um, so they have those, there are three different songs where Danielle Haim, am I saying that right? Haim? Sure.
2: Heim, I've, heard it Heim, I've heard it Haim, I've heard it Haim.
0: We're gonna get a lot of angry emails <laughs> f- from this one. Um, they got those three songs with Danielle Heim doing kind of like a, a country western duet. Um, apparently, Ezra was inspired by the music of Casey Musgraves, another Tunes and Tumblrs favorite. Hey, call yeah. back. Yep. So uh, that's one of the reasons why he constructed those songs the way he did, but also why he wanted to give like extra depth to these characters that he was creating. Like, there's. He was saying something about how Rainbow kind of like opened his mind a little bit to like um, classic country
2: storytelling. Mm -hmm. Was uh, are you are you talking about? um, Got married in a gold rush. Yes, and I love that song. The album opener too. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. That when I heard um, the gold rush song, it kind of made me think of Jackson by Johnny Cash and June Carter yeah <laughs> a little bit um, but yeah definitely way more mellow, obviously <laughs> um but yeah i I really loved how well, one thing I've always liked about vampire weekend and and the way and the way they write lyrics is like it's it's very wordy, it's you don't always get it like right away, you kind of have to keep listening, but this yeah, there was a lot more story and a lot more emotion and a lot you could pick up immediately um there was there was just a lot put into uh the writing, the and the composition of it, and it, it was so different, but it was definitely still them,
1: mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, the storytelling is like the. There's a lot of like lyrical gut punches a lot of the time. Yeah. you hear one thing and then it's like somebody shaking your hand and then knifing you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> which is good. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it's great. You I'll know. take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Just never pay uh, less than ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um I don't really have a comment there maybe we can edit this uh, No, no that was out. no That's that, was that makes a
2: lot of sense I, I feel the same way yeah it's like this you're going along with it and you're like hell yeah and then uh <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of I, yeah. you feel it like so deep sometimes they'll say something and it's like God, like the deepest one-liner Right <laughs> I mean there's the one that we
0: keep In between, you're not hearing it because Drew is doing a good job of cutting it out, but there's the one that we keep singing in the lulls from uh, the lead single Harmony Hall where they say, uh, I don't want to live like this, but I don't want to die if well, you yeah. can't relate to that you're probably not a millennial yeah
1: <laughs> and you're probably not going to enjoy the latest meal uh run out from uh, burger king which has the uh <laughs> the mood meals have you guys seen oh these? my god i have like the angry meals and yeah or the like <laughs> everything the de-gaff, the de-gaff meal or yeah. like the like mom took away Fortnite meal and the um what else do they have um it's basically just it,
0: a middle finger to mcdonald's their whole thing like in their, in it their is, release you're right. says like oh i did uh, think of that we're, you're not happy all the time that's what it says like in the in the press release wow <laughs> it could say that in the press release for this album and fast food beefing on twitter is like what i live for <laughs>
1: did you intend the pun or did you uh oh
0: no but i'm glad it's there <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. It's weird watching uh, like social media editors like who run fast food accounts like argue with each other or like write like grammatically poor, you know, uh, manifestos on depression. And uh, yeah, (laughs) it's very strange. That is a whole profession. Yeah,
0: there's somebody on salary who's getting like health care and benefits. <laughs> yes. to do that.
1: No, they're probably not getting benefits. They're probably <laughs> I mean, they're probably contract workers working out of WeWorks in various parts of West, <laughs> West Hollywood. It's probably yeah, a really. whole room of like thirty people. <laughs> Jeez, they're like the whole
0: reason I could never find a spot to sit at my coffee shop every morning. <laughs> yes, like what important work are you doing? Oh, I'm just uh, I'm just in a tweet war with
1: Wendy's. <laughs> i'm just uh i'm just monitoring the nihilist arby's account uh, (laughs) which is a great account i'd recommend it if anyone it's not an official arby's account but it's just somebody who tweets nihilistic quotes and then just says enjoy arby's at the end of each (laughs) one yeah arby's is smart they haven't shut it down you know anyway it's free um back to vampire Weekend. but vampire weekend
0: so this album is incredibly long by um any stretch uh and I feel like we've only kind of like touched on the surface of like what it has to offer. What other highlights
2: are in there for you guys? I I really enjoyed the 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 features on this album. I mean, Daniel Heim, really. Um, I don't correct me if I'm wrong. Had I don't think they have had any like other vocals featured on their. Stuff. No, yeah, I don't like th- not like not from outside the band.
0: Yeah, right. I
1: wait. What do you mean? That's like the, on any of the other albums they've done? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they have. He's but he's featured on other artists. Like he's been on a subtract song Yeah, new He's York been on
2: Chrome and- like three chromio songs. But right. I don't think they've ever had anyone from outside of the band singing on any of their music. So that was like um that was new and really nice. And having her in there really um really stepped up the whole, you know, building on character angle and story. Um, and I think, I think it was a really nice touch Kind of turns it into a conversation. Yeah, exactly. And it, it makes it, um, yeah, it just gives it a little more depth. Um, and by the way, the recipe for the drink, I, it's intentionally made to serve two of those shots. Really? And I did that on purpose. And you collaborated on making oh, this. Oh, I did collaborate on the drink. Yes. Our friend Liz Brownstein um uh, me and her were just going back and forth about this album and I was telling her my thoughts on it and she started and we started just going back and forth on cocktail ideas and eventually we came up with something that I um sort of played with and changed quite a bit took her idea and then renamed it Absolutely exactly <laughs> you took credit for the work of a woman I'm, I I got gotcha. you Well I, it's it's a cocktail that already existed don't <laughs> But no this isn't this cocktail isn't this is not that cocktail. It's yeah, inspired yeah. by that cocktail. Totally. For sure. Um but I changed it to sort of go more with the album itself. Um yeah, that recipe serves two, so you can't drink it alone. Yeah, there's a lot I mean, going. You can, but I you mean, you can't you, you, you can if you want, <laughs> but find a friend.
0: I feel like collaboration is like a big theme on this that we didn't really get into. Like for no. instance, my favorite part of this album and I was telling you, Pedro, when we were when we were taking notes, um I really like the, the Steve Lacey back to back features, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Sunflower and then Flower Moon. I feel like it's kind of like a yin and a yang. You got Sunflower, which is like really bright. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of just fade into Flower Moon. But they don't seem to exist like apart from each other. Like I remember thinking like, wait, is this still the same song? And it's it's like separated, totally. but it works as kind of its own little chapter. Yes. In, in the story. It's almost like an opera, that little part right there. Yeah. Mm. I really liked that. Speaking of opera, well, I guess not really, but I thought this was interesting. The choral sample from the album opener is from a Hans Zimmer score.
2: Oh, that's right. You were telling me about that. Ah. So he gets a credit.
1: He does. He has a songwriting <laughs> credit. Uh, yeah, it's like an out of place. <laughs> like, I love now, like, flashback to our, when we talked about Old Town Road. But every time somebody tweets about Old Town Road, they're like, thank you. Hashtag, like, they tag everybody and they're mm-hmm. like, thank you you know then they tag you know Billy Ray Cyrus but then they tag Nine Inch Nails because <laughs> they sampled that one guitar part for the song so Nine Inch Nails keeps getting tagged on all these old town road posts and they're probably just like what, like, is, what the we're hell we're happy to get the money but like you know <laughs> please stop Trent leave think? us out of it <laughs> yeah,
0: come on Trent d- hasn't hasn't had like a, a public opinion of that song has he he never he doesn't gets involved yeah. with yeah. viral crap like he's that. like the queen He doesn't weigh in on anything. (laughs) The Queen had her first Instagram post very recently.
1: She's She's hiring. Yeah. (laughs) The Queen? You hear about that? The The Queen's looking for a social media expert. Oh, man. Wow. Because her first post was a faceplant. Anthony. (laughs) Yeah?
0: (laughs) Apply. I'm thinking about how I can pivot this into work for the Queen. (laughs) How are
1: you going to compete against the guy running the Arby's account out of a WeWork on 3rd Street? (laughs) That's what you should be focused on. Well... Like and subscribe,
0: guys. <laughs> Tell your friends about Tunes and Tumblers. Help us.
2: <laughs> Hashtag Help
0: <Anthony. laughs> yeah.
1: This is just a a the launch for Anthony to get in the in the top ten. Hashtag we, okay. Tunes and tumblers. <laughs> Hashtag God <save> the Queen.
2: <laughs> we got an American in the family. Now we need an American working in the in, in the palace. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love um I, I just love I, I mean this is probably not a critic favorite, but I love bl- we belong together. That's such a great mm song because it does that gut punch move you know where you're really feeling like oh this is such a great it's a sweet song but then it's like nah, maybe maybe we shouldn't be together though mm-hmm. you know and i love the mandolin work in that i mean it sounds great and um and that steve lacy's yeah sunflower is probably going to be like a future guitar hero track do people still play Guitar Hero? <laughs> I don't even know if it's still around, but it would be that song where like you hear it and you're like, "Oh yeah," and it'd be the, like the hard song, the, the Dragon Force <laughs> Stevie, <laughs> the, through the fire and the flames. Well, the thing about like I, the
2: surprise gut punch is something I really liked about the entire album because the whole album it kind of it kind of seems like a lot of it is about being in this relationship that is so great, so so great, and then. uh Something's not so great, and and there's a lot of like realizing that and just being like, shit, we may be rushed into this a little too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> oof. Yeah, if and um, we have all done shit like that. This absolutely. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is really prescient. La 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 la. <laughs>
0: I wasn't even thinking about it until just now. I'm it's like, no a, wonder. It's
2: a lot about facing the truth and that's a bitter pill to swallow or a bitter drink. It, really. It's a flashback
1: to like your parents fighting and you trying to like turn up the volume on your super NES when you're like, when that's going on? <laughs> it's like
2: when you're on a date and they ask you like, oh, so like, what's your, what are your parents like? And your automatic response is they're, they're great. And then you start thinking about everything and you're like. I'm not going to tell you right now that there's a couple things about them that aren't so great.
0: So what was growing up like for you? Oh, yeah, the drinks here are great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Another round, please. <laughs> but it's it's honest in that way. Um, very honest in that way. And I, I, I really liked that.
1: Absolutely.
0: Honesty here's here's to honesty and here's to uh things not being as great as they seem at first glance
2: and this life man end this life cheers
0: (laughs) cheers all right so we're coming up to the end here we're approaching last call but before then we have a little game that we like to play at the end of every podcast called hashtag mood this is how we play hashtag mood before us we have the lovely mrs potts the, the the widowed Mrs. Potts. The widowed Mrs. Potts, with her very worried, uh, created by uh, a child at Kilnworks, um, face. <laughs> it's
1: we, Edward Munch. Edward Munch's
0: uh, Mrs. Potts <laughs> that he made at color me mine. Munch presents, yeah. <laughs> Everyone was drunk on this date, so we're gonna reach into Mrs. Potts and pull out a couple of pre-written moods. Each one of us gets one and we try to make a Spotify playlist of four songs to go with said mood. Does anyone want to be the first one this week?
1: I'll do it. All right. Yeah. I'll do it. Here he goes. Come here,
0: missus.
2: Here <laughs> he goes. All right. My mood is. <clears throat> you found six dollars in your pocket, i.e., twelve jack in the box tacos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh this is too real did it did it end there was that the was that the the ending that was the whole thing that's it
2: Okay. (laughs) so first of all I have found six dollars in my pocket I'm walking on sunshine.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Katrina, <laughs> the in, the Katrina waves. in the waves.
2: Yeah. I am walking on damn sunshine. Okay. So I have decided to go get myself 12 Jack in the Box tacos, and while I'm driving over there, I need to convince myself that this is fine and I deserve this, so I'm going to listen to "Big Girl, You Are Beautiful" by Mika, because I am a big girl and I am beautiful and I will eat these tacos. You gotta listen to that while you're eating them. Oh no no no! Here's what you listen to mm. while oh you're God, eating it's them. So good. Oh boy! Oh yeah. We're listening to a song called El Cholesterol by Pete oh, Olivares y su grupo. Yeah. And the song translates to the cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you listen to that while you're eating them. Um, and then it's done. The deed is done. You're laying on your couch with nothing but wrappers all over you. And you're hoping your roommate doesn't walk back into the apartment <laughs> to see the state you're in. Hurt by johnny cash oh. <laughs> oh
0: i hurt myself today
1: a, i like the idea that you're eating them and then just leaving them on yourself <laughs> like you're covered in wrappers like you eat them and go oh, like you yeah. don't there's even obviously, like not even throw them there's obviously straight okay. lettuce pieces because oh. you know that
0: shit
2: don't stay
1: in the top well often the lettuce for me stays in the 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 wrapper like there's all yeah, that yeah. lettuce at the bottom.
2: It's like the it's like the chip crumbs at the bottom of the bag.
0: And then I'm like, eh,
1: eh. try and reach in for. <laughs> to one be honest, part it's not even time. worth it at this
0: point. Like the lettuce they put on those tacos is just white now. It's
1: like completely starved,
0: like like dehydrated vegetable grown in a lab somewhere, has never seen sunlight. It's
2: the base of the cabbage.
1: <laughs> those those are like cat food, fried cat food, like heart attack husk tacos. And, and I will are, take twelve. And I, yeah, exactly. And I will eat those at any time
2: then you find six more dollars and do it all over again (laughs) like it never matters what i order a jack-in-the-box it's always with a side of tacos (laughs) (laughs) oh man sometimes i'll get the munchie meal and they're like you know that comes with tacos i'm like did i stutter linda (laughs) i saw you drinking out of a jack-in-the-box cup earlier today is this autobiographical this is my life anthony (laughs) this is my life (laughs) oh wow all right all right So now Ryan
0: has to follow Lady Gaga. I don't know how somebody does that, but.
1: (laughs) All right. Okay. Um, you just got bangs and need an anthem for your debut at the Simi Valley Mall. <laughs> She's going through some things. <laughs> well, it's an outdoor mall, too. So you gotta, and it's been windy lately, so you got to factor that in. Yeah, this may or may not have been a subtweet of a certain somebody. Oh,
0: my. Are we just subtweeting Taylor Swift, like, hoping that she sees this?
1: You know what? I like those bangs, like, in that ad. Uh, the Beats ad where she falls off the treadmill and eats uh, faceplants on the. <laughs> she eats treadmill. She eats. I love that. <coughs> do you just um, like what happens in it, or is there... no? She looks great in it. But... <laughs> he likes and the even bangs. better when she. Yeah, I do. I love the bangs and I love the bang on the treadmill. So, <laughs> ah, yeah, <right>. multiple bangs. <laughs> um, so getting bangs can be a you know quite the quite the ride, quite the wild ride. You're feeling strong but vulnerable. To credit a great thinker of our time, a great anarchist thinker. Uh, <laughs> And so, yeah, Drew Franzblow, Drew Franzblow quoting Sun Tzu, and and so, so I, I don't know why, but I just got into a '70s mindset with this for some reason. I'm not sure why, just kind of per chance. So I think. And even though the Simi Valley, it doesn't make sense in the context of Simi Valley because Simi Valley is so cutting edge, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I, immediately the BG stand Alive came in, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta have that coming in. You gotta have that in line with your footsteps, carrying the paint bucket, just like in the movie. <laughs> but, you know, if you've ever been out to that Simi mall, it's an outdoor mall, it's been windy lately. And so I think I would probably go into Wild is the Wind um, by (laughs) David Bowie. There's a few versions of that. Nina Simone does one. But Bowie's is kind of just right for that, you know, because it's in line with the slow-mo kind of soft music that plays, pumps out of the speakers at that godforsaken wall. And then, (laughs) but you got to bring the swagger back a little bit and you need, um, there's no one better for that than Dwight Twiley. Um, And I'm just going to pick Twiley Don't Mind. (laughs) <laughs> um, and you got to hear it. I can't even describe. I can't even describe it to you. Really, you got to hear it. That's what happens with
0: bangs. You start referring at, at, to yourself as person yeah. <laughs> Ryan with bangs is called Twilight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy, God, that's good. Damn. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, it's beautiful. And then you got to go to the king of bangs himself, Todd Rundgren. <laughs> 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 and when you have bangs, you have a new lease on life. You have a new way of seeing. So you got to go, I saw the light. I Wait. love that. You got to go with that. And so that's my playlist for rocking the bangs at uh, <laughs> in the capital of California, City <laughs> Valley. Geez, <laughs> not even the people who
0: live there call it that. <laughs> oh, man. It's the cop capital.
3: I would applaud
2: sure. you if it wouldn't make the microphone peak.
1: <laughs> Appreciate
0: that.
2: You're welcome, Jerry. All
0: right, is it my turn with Mrs. Potts? Yep, she's yours now. So the mood that I got is you are in college. It's Saturday morning and you're getting breakfast with your roomies. Breakfast suddenly turns into full down day drinking. Now, what you have to understand about where we went to college (laughs) is that this describes every day. (laughs) It's true. Isla Vista is just a giant drinking party from sunup to sundown.
2: We d- we haven't kept drinking because we like it. We've kept drinking because if we don't, st- if we stop, we'll die.
0: <laughs> yes. So the thing about this mood is that I lived this for four years. So I already have a few good things in mind. And the first thing where we get up and get breakfast is that we wake up in the morning feeling like P Diddy, and <laughs> we gotta brush our teeth with a bottle of Jack, thanks to my girl Kesha and it her song deep, TikTok.
2: <laughs> that
0: was funny. So that's the first one. Um, next, you know, we're starting to drink. We're starting to feel loose and it doesn't matter like, you know, how we're doing with finals or, or like our classes. I mean, I mean, sure. Like most of us have changed our grades to pass, no pass at this point. Um, wow. but we're all breaking out into LMFAOs, sexy. And I know it, the breakaway pants are coming. We're wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah.
3: <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle,
0: wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's number two. Um, number
1: three uh oh my gosh i'm gonna are we at coco's in highland park is that what's going on
0: (laughs) i've never been to coco's
1: i don't understand your reference like the (laughs) chain (laughs) restaurant
2: coco's (laughs) it's like barely a step above caro's (laughs) (laughs) all right you know this caro's coco's ihop denny's (laughs)
0: So next I got to go with a classic Um, and this one is going to be, you know, a throwback to my college days. Uh, It is day and night. The Crookers remix. Every single party in Isla Vista played this song Mm -hmm. all the time and it was nuts. And I think like toward the end, um, you know, we've been drinking all day. The sun is starting to set and, and man, we have reached the point of being drunk Um, and now we're hung over and the sun hasn't set. And so now I'm going to go with a new one. This is, uh, undrunk by Fletcher, which you may have heard on the radio recently. And that's, uh, that's my playlist. Damn. All right. Moods. (laughs) All right. Well. Looks like uh, Gerald is, like, motioning at us. He's still not opening his mouth, but he definitely... He's not turning all
1: the way around either, so clearly, whatever the accident was... Get your eyes out of my
0: soul, Gerald. (laughs) (laughs) So, we should probably head out now before things get more weird, but before we do, um, any lingering thoughts or lyrics that you'd like to get as a a, a tramp stamp (laughs) from this uh, album? Oh, hmm.
1: that's an interesting question man um i just want to get unbearably white <laughs> as a stamp on myself even though the song is not really referencing kind of what you might hope right you know it's a little more poetic and less uh less that way but i'd still want to get unbearably white you know there's on myself there's so many good
2: like lyrics in this um i really liked the we how's it go i'm probably gonna mess it up um we need to disavow the gold rush and the bitterness that flourished in its wake. Mm. I really loved that. Where would that, that go? That limerick. In That's on, uh, where? <laughs> inner thigh. <laughs> Upper inner thigh,
0: obviously. So only a select few can know that about you. Mm-hmm. I mean, select few. Select few. Like like dozens. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: like that as a record label that you should start. Inner thigh records. Inner th- oh, oh. Nice.
0: <laughs> no one listening can take
2: that. <laughs> um (laughs) drew get to the copyright office now (laughs) we'll finish for you but i really liked that lyric but i don't know it, it just sort of sticks with me as one of those albums where you're not necessarily feeling great and the album kind of sort of it's sort of like a misery loves company kind of thing you know you're you're sort of in one of those weird days where you're not necessarily happy but you're not totally sad either it's a a weird day and i feel like this is a good album for that
0: I'm gonna piggyback off of that because my favorite lyric is exactly that mood. It's the first lyric from this life, our little microcosm for this record. And it's and it goes, "Baby, I know pain is as natural as the rain. I just thought it didn't rain in California." Yep.
1: Hmm.
2: Excellent, excellent line.
1: Yep. It reminds me of a tattoo I've always wanted to get with his, uh, which is the Raymond Pettibone. Uh, image of a guy walking with his head down. It just says, I thought California would be different. <laughs> Jeez. One of my Jeez. favorites. That's uh just, ow. just put that like on
0: all of the, uh, the billboards that are just like inside the state and deter like all of these, you know, uh, post grads who like come here with just stars in their eyes. It's a picture of
2: Rob Lowe smiling and that's the quote next
1: yeah. to him. <laughs> that's a great idea. You might not like it, but uh, good luck trying to argue with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> California,
0: stay out, we're full. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast. Be sure to follow Atwood on all of our socials. That's on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Drew Franzblau. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time. Cheers! Cheers.